Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Three Stooges. Oh, good morning, and welcome to The Three Stooges. If it's not the morning, you have to turn this podcast off and stop listening. Because this is a very strict morning. morning's only this, it's podcast. It's a morning's only podcast for The Three Stooges today. Welcome to the studio. I am your warm-up, Julia Child. <laughs> I'm so glad we were able to get the ghost of Julia Child for our warm-up act. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Julia and Julia. It's in our bedtime Wait, a movies. lot of Julia and Julia? Isn't that one movie? Well, yeah, but we have a... Every night we watch a movie before we go to bed, and we have a rotational system for the DVDs that we watch. So right now we're in the first season of the year, which lasts two two months. Every season's two months. And uh, and Julie and Julie is one of the five movies that we watch on rotation. That's that's for uh, the winter season. I've been watching a lot of Julie Child! Well, more specifically, Meryl Streep as Julie Child! Well, who would want to watch anyone else? You know who I think would make a great Julia Child? Gilbert Gottfried. We're making roast duck! I can't say I'm against good, it. Good, not great? Yeah, I mean, like, there are worse Julia Childs out there. Who? Bono. Hang on, hang on. I'm Julia Child, and what a weary world we live in today. (laughs) I have a very particular set of skills. For instance, we'll be boning a duck. (laughs) You know, come to to think of it, I've never seen Bono, Liam Neeson, and Julia Childs all in the same room. Neither have I. It is Julia Child, singular. Well, no, no, I've never seen any of her her children. Sorry, I guess the oh, I, Julia's, Julia's children. Julia's children. I, I kept saying childs. I meant to say, I know she the actually correct ne- She actually never had any children. It was a very sensitive subject for her. And if you'd seen Julian Julia, you wouldn't know that. I was talking about Julian Julia. Wait, who's Julian Julia? Did he start Orange Julius in the mall? Yeah, no, and they made that documentary about him, Julian Julia. Oh yes, I I we're I, talking now, about I, different course, movies. I'm we so are. sorry. That makes sense. That makes so much sense now. Yeah, no. I love Julie and Julia. The Orange Julius story, I think, is actually there's a lot of connections to the sort of rise and fall of the Stooges. Absolutely. Well, you know, that's what we're all about here. We're that's this is a podcast that is exclusively about the Three Stooges. Yes, absolutely. And so far, I think we've really covered nothing else. I think our fans really know what they're getting into when they click on our show in the feed. I'm really glad that we're able to from this studio, from this community, uh-huh. all of the people and money and time that goes into building this podcast. All we of are these able to wonderful give you- people. No, thank you. Really. Really. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Love us. Love us. To come into work every day here at the studio and film the podcast with... Landry and I, you know, it's almost like we're family. It really is. Uh, here it, with us and everybody else in the podcast. We we love the... T- the, 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 the We haven't even introduced the name of the podcast. <laughs> This is this is the three tooches, but you knew that you clicked on this because no one is listening to this by accident. No one is stumbling across this <laughs> podcast on their feed. I don't know. I think we've almost gone viral. I think the last social media post with the MS Paint uh, kiss makeup Listen. on the Three Stooges really—it's gonna hook somebody. We're gonna be the next fire festival. Oh, we're going viral, baby. We we need penicillin. Did you watch that Fire Festival documentary? I did. I saw the trailer, and I am so interested. I watched it this morning, and it is bonkers. There is one really? scene, Brayden, where <laughs> if you had told me it was like, if I had just seen that scene, and you would have been like, Christopher Guest made this, I <laughs> would have believed you. <laughs> I was like, I there is wait. no way that what just came out of this man's <laughs> mouth, in the way he said it, uh-huh. was not written or, like, improvised <laughs> because it is shocking. And some of it I knew. A lot of it was just interesting on its face. But, there, I mean, there's just a right. couple scenes that really make it. Right. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. 
you know what my husband and I were watching we we watched the preview for that fire documentary and then we saw the trailer for the new Ted Bundy documentary series that Netflix is doing have you seen the trailer for this Theodore Bundy's Adventures in Kill Land uh it's not that one. Oh, okay sorry it must be a different one no this is a real actual Ted Bundy documentary oh okay yeah well he he went by Theodore but his Christian name was Theodore but continue my husband and I were watching it, and we have this, like, running joke about how Ted Bundy is really handsome. Like, I would have probably gotten in that Volkswagen. I get it, man. Uh, all right, all right, Landry, put the baton down. We don't need... We, I don't need you to punctuate all of my my failed attempts at humor. We can just cut them out instead. <laughs> Did you just buzz my hand? Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh. Remember, Brayden... I control the chairs. Oh, all right. Um, well, is it, can, can, oh, ah, all right, all right, fine. Um, let's, um, I, I, can we play the theme song then? Let's, 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 let's play the yes, theme song. Yes, play okay? the theme song. All right. Okay, here, 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 all right, all right, here we go. And one, and two. It's uh, time for another fantastic episode of The Three Tuges. This was a good episode. I, I, I very much enjoyed. I agree. I had a fun time. It was a nice, easy-to-follow, narrative-driven, tightly-focused yeah. ABC event scenario rather than the... Whatever the, Men the in Black was. that really <laughs> Men in Black was. Like, it was fun, and it was... But, wow. It was... Comparatively, I I now I'm like okay, no, this is what I really like. It's kind of like adult material. You don't really know what it is until you see it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I remember this one from when I was a kid. I do too. I remember, like, I remember it very, very clearly. It must have been one of the ones that we had actually like bought the VHS for, rather than like having record of it off yes, the television. Yes, I agree. There were a lot of like just moments in the show where, like, a line would trigger something and it would have a very nostalgic reaction to it. Uh, mm. A lot of times mm-hmm. I was just, like, I just had a gut feeling. Sort of like when you smell something and you can't put your nose on, like, what it is, but it's associated with a memory. It was like that, but with, like, shots and, like, lines of dialogue. Yeah. So the plot of Three Little Pigskins is basically... That the Three Stooges are bears. Yes. In this episode, too, this is actually a companion episode to the unmade furry flunks, Brayden. Sorry to interrupt. Apology not accepted, first of all, for your interruption. Second, our listeners need to know, there are no actual bears in this podcast. You may be thinking of the metaphorical, you know, the, the bear-like visage of the mobster who, who, who really makes the Stooges' lives difficult. Is that, is that what you were thinking, Landry? That's what I thought. So Landry has a look on his face like he wants to slap me, but he also knows that I'm right. This studio is also a safe space. No, not here at this studio. This is a warm, inviting environment. We have an open door policy as long as, you know, we have someone to greet them there. Which we're we're looking for now. We we should mention, you know, after last week's episode, uh, we're we're looking for a new door greeter. Um, It's fine. You know, if you're not sure uh, whether or not you did right for the position, you know, basically the qualifications are stand by the door. You have to actually stand by the door and and don't just let people wander in. It is an open door policy. The door is, is physically closed. It's not a literal open door policy. We like yes, to get metaphysical yes. here at the Three Tuges. We do. We do. This is a podcast, if you don't know, Three Tuges podcast, not only is it silly, it's also smart. So here's what's happening, okay? This mobster, at the very first shot of this movie, is this mobster. He's pacing around his living room, and he is upset. Well, what's the matter? 
Matter? Plenty. Here we get the big game coming up Saturday, and three of my best backs go out and get plastered and land in a ditch with a car on top of them. This guy's having just a real rough day, because three of his best football players have died, and, you know, that's just annoying. I hate when that happens. I know. He's got to find some new people to play in this football game, otherwise he's going to lose a lot of money. He's got, what is it, $50,000 on the yeah, line? Yeah, this is interesting. I, it's really interesting. If we did the math... Carry the two. Let's see. Two, let's see, nineteen thirty-four, fifty thousand dollars. Cosine is before we find the integral. Hang on, just I'm looking for inflation. But I'm looking for inflation. Root of. Uh, side note: While you're looking this up, Braden, did you notice slash did you know from the very beginning of this short that curly uh-huh. is spelled with an e? Curly spelled with if an E? If you go to the title card for this short, Curly is spelled uh-huh. with an E-Y. I'm curious, is there an, an official, like, spelling that is stuck to? Or was it, like, up in the air at any one point? Are they actually different Curlies? And <gasps> we've discovered a new schism? Or is this a Mandela effect thing? Or a Berenstein Bears scenario? Oh, he it definitely says E. But I don't know if it says E everywhere. Right. Let's find out. Well, the Wikipedia page for Curly Howard has no E. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's weird that he spelled with an E. We need to be watching for this E-Y Curly because I think it, it could be a problem. I think so too. I don't trust him. And I liked Curly's performance in this. But I'm, I'm kind of scared that it's sort of an antichrist situation where they try and, like, get on your good side. That's exactly what happens. The devil will always come to you disguised as an angel. That's, that's how they do it. That's how they get you. Revelations 21.13. That's right. I did Bible drill all through my childhood. Oh, yeah. So. Go ye, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. I believe that's Acts 18. I don't know. I, I, I referenced it earlier. We can cut this out. I don't want that bit in there. <laughs> get, get that out of here. I don't want that bit in there. That's actually how Brayden calls the show live as we're recording it, is he's, like, telling... People are bringing in props and, like, for stuff for sound effects constantly mm-hmm. as we do our live Foley work here That's in the true. studio. And he just calls out in the mm-hmm. middle, get that bit out of there! Get that... Bring that bit in here! And we're just at his whim. But Brayden doesn't remember, I control the chairs. Uh, 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 remember our arrangement. Right, right. Okay, fine, fine. All right, fine. <laughs> Get back to the Stooges. Thank you very much. Uh, $50,000 in 1934 would be almost a million dollars today. Oh, just a quick mill? He's out to he's out to lose a cool mill if uh, he loses this football game. So he... They go out to find uh, some new players. Because they're looking specifically for these guys who are playing in uh, Boulder Dam. Boulder they, Dam they, College. Uh, the Boulder Dame College. In fact, they I remember this this joke specifically from my childhood, and I did not understand it. Oh, what's amateur status? Oh, it's a big political party, Toots. Yeah? Are we going to it? <laughs> and then my favorite, oh, the part joke. I did had the same thing. That line stuck with me. And the uh, the part that really got me is the part right after that where the guy goes, relax. We're all going. We're all going. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's the attitude yeah. I like. Just, you know what? Yeah, we're all going to the party. Yeah, Just exactly. roll with He's it. He's like, yeah. So there's a lot of, and that girl I love, because she reminds me of, do you remember the girl in West Side Story? We talk about West Side Story and the music of Leonard Bernstein a lot on the podcast. Because well, they're great. Know, we're big fans. Do you remember this? Ryan Velma ain't dumb. I love yeah. her. And that girl reminds, it's the same same. Oh, what's amateur status? Oh, it's a big political party, Toots. Yeah? Uh, are we going to it? I and Velma ain't dumb. Right? Same. Match them up. Like, I think yeah. they might exist in the Absolutely. same universe. Here's my question. The mm-hmm. young ladies that are hanging out with these gentlemen, are they girlfriends? Are they wives? Are they, at one point, it looks like there's an age gap between the oldest. So I was like, perhaps it's a daughter and friends scenario. And these are his business associates. Uh, I wasn't exactly sure, but they uh, have heard of the players from Boulder Dam College and are like, go get them to play. And they're like, but they're amateurs. 
Joe, why don't you go up to Boulder Dam College and get those three famous horsemen that have been running wild all year? So she no. notices and knows that these players exist mm-hmm. and suggests mm-hmm. that her daddy I really <laughs> is what he is if we want a good catch-all. So she tells her daddy that um, to go get these I, players. I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not comfortable We're with rolling. This, we're going with it. So she, okay. she tells her daddy... Go get these players from Boulder Dam College. And he's like, but they're amateurs, as we said before. And then he's like, well, you know what? I've got so much money riding on it. I'm going to go grab them. They go out. This is the first chance we actually get to see the Stooges. But the, the woman who suggests the players is a young Lucille Ball. Very young, very blonde. She, it's yeah. early, she had only been, you know, booked a few Hollywood jobs at this point. So I thought it was really cool to see her at oh. that point in her career. She had also done a, a short, I believe, with the Marx cool. Brothers. So was leaning into some, trying to get oh. in with some of these big comedic players before she landed her own foothold in the industry. Well, you know what I loved about this is Lucille Ball's character is not like uh, our friend over here. I and Velma ain't dumb. Uh, in fact, she's actually the one who suggests. Joe, why don't you go up to Boulder Dam College and get those three famous horsemen that have been running wild all year? So Lucille Ball is already setting herself apart from the other actresses because she's playing a role as a character who actually has some ideas, which I think is really cool and probably has something to do with why she ends up becoming Lucille Ball after this short, you know? There's another moment later in this episode where the girl who makes the political party joke earlier gets into a slapping fight with Mo, and they're doing their normal kind of stooge gags, and Mo at one point just slaps her across the face. And I was like, oh my, uh. And at first I was like, I, I, I can't not take believe it. How but hard then she woman. winds up and smacks him right back with the, like, the best smile almost <laughs> shining through her oh, face. Oh, she's so into it. I love it. And I loved it because you can see in this actress's face she's like, this guy hurt me and I'm gonna yeah. slap him She back kept up right harder. with him and I she's thought it was into it. great. I, I was like, it. I could normally I would be like, ooh, this hurts me to watch a little bit, but there's such unbridled mm-hmm. joy in her getting to smack him back that I I enjoyed watching I know. it. Absolutely. What what happens before that? The Stooges are out on the streets, they're working, they're they're trying to get some work, but they're not having an easy time. Did you get anything? No. Oh, slacker. Wait a minute. Did you get anything? Yeah, did you? No. Does that make any difference? I love that. They just kinda like trail off. Um, that's really good. So then this guy comes up to them and he is basically the stooges that go around, they're not just looking for jobs, they're actually just asking people they're for asking money. For and more money than they actually already... need. <laughs> they're asking for double the amount that food would cost. People are very savvy at this point. The reason Mo is doubling his overhead is because he also needs if he gets the food, he's going to have an upset stomach, so he needs a little money for a bicarbonate soda. Oh, well, that's understandable. Afterwards. So, so you know, he's thinking that. ahead. And then all of a sudden, this guy from the from the mobsters... They feel the like mobsters. This guy they, from the they mobsters. They act like mobsters. They're definitely mobsters. And honestly, if you've got $50,000 riding on what ends up being a very lightly attended football game... So this guy from the mobsters comes up to them, and there's all of a sudden, they have this call to adventure. Hey! Would a dollar apiece influence you fellas any? Is it honest, Wake? Does it make any difference? No, no. no, no just don't make we ask, you know. And of course, you know, the Stooges, they go right onto it. They turn out to be picketing, trying to advertise for this football game so that people will come so they can make some money. But what happens is they come along, and the girl from earlier, uh, this one. I and Velma ain't dumb. She mistakes them for those three famous football players, takes them back to their hotel room and then uh, basically says, you know, you guys are these amazing football players and all of a sudden uh, the three daughters are uh, playing uh, playful games with the Stooges. And the Stooges are doing things like 
this bit, which I remember distinctly reenacting at one point as a child, uh, they're spraying each other here with, uh, with seltzer water. Say, yeah? Do you like some sparkling water with your liquors? Always. Always. Yeah. And they're spraying each other full on in yes. the face. Like Larry is cackling at that bit, and as his mouth is open and he's laughing, you were Mo doing that bit as Mo right is as a child. I was the Larry who would go first go, "That's hilarious," yes. <laughs> and then you would go, "Oh yeah," and immediately be spraying me in the face. Which I want to know: <laughs> where can I get bottles like that? I want bottles to spray like that that's, all the time. I want every bottle in the world to have I, a spritzy nozzle. That's exactly what I was thinking. As I was like, because these are not electric. These whatever these mechanisms there are that they're using. Fascinating they're, analog they're technology. Just, pff, can I you show know. me? I really do. Can you show me? I want to know about the strangers. Tell me more. Like me. Is it? I don't. How remember can you forget Philip Is Collins? Classic. Also, this is good for uh, try to get sued. Well, okay, well, we're trying out your pitch, so I guess that counts. Get that bit out of here. Get that bit out of here. I don't want to say it. Um, We actually pride ourselves on being uh, the loudest studio in all of audio engineering. We have an amazing audio team that normally, we're in a little booth right now that's soundproof, but if I just open up the door here. Exactly, you can hear. It's really loud. Yeah, it makes it difficult to record the podcast sometimes because you have to do a lot of work on the floor. But, but, you know, it's worth it. If I go all the way down here, you see? It's weird how my voice actually feels like it gets higher as I get further away. It's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, how time dilates and extends when you go further out into space or like planets with really big gravity. You saw Interstellar, right? Oh, yeah. It's like that. Einstein did say space is And these are smart. <clears throat> and we're back inside. Let me let me just close the door here. Hold on. All right, we're back in the studio here. So the Stooges have all sprayed themselves with seltzer water, and this was another joke that I remember. I distinctly remember not understanding as a child. Say, you girls don't know it, but these boys are all wet. And then the boys go, "Who's all wet?" And it like there's like a dramatic pause, like that's gonna get a big laugh. Did you do you remember this? And then they go. And there's a big pause, and I was like, what is going on? So I realized all wet is an expression. That joke is a double entendre. Oh. All, all wet means basically, like, is it just like a generic insult, like a wet noodle? A wet, if someone was all wet, you could say basically they were like a boo-hoo. Like kind of impotent. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, hi. Hi there. How are you doing? I just I wondering I'll just wait. See, this is why we need to hire someone. We can't. I know, but pardon I mean, me, look at sir. It. I mean, what is your name? Sweet. My name is Wilson. Wilson T. Boobo. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wilson, can you repeat your last name for me? Can you spell it out for me? <laughs> me. O-O-B-O-B-O-N-E-S. Boobobones. Wilson T. Boobobones. Wilson T. Boobobones. That's right. I came in and I thought, I heard that there was something going on. I thought maybe I would come and see what it was going on. But I just... Mr. Bobonos? Bobobones. Excuse me, Mr. Bobobones. Are you. Why are you boohooing, Mr. Bobobones? Bobobones. Is this one reason you're so boohooey, Wilson? I'll just call you Wilson. I think that'll be easier. Nobody can ever say my name right. So, I'm. You know, I've just been looking for a place to 
to spend some time. Well, I don't know, Wilson, if this is something you'd be interested in, but we actually do have an opening. Yeah, we... We do. We we we. Uh, we, we. Well, yeah. I thought, Landry. Do you mind if we can we can we take a quick um yeah. si- come? Excuse me. Um, uh, let me let me turn off the intercom here because Mister Bobones walked into the booth here. Uh, <laughs> we should we for our listeners at home. We should explain the sort of the layout for our for our set because it is a little confusing for some folks. Um, basically, we have a full fully functional studio that you would expect every every modern convenience. Of course, all supplied by our gracious. Uh, gracious sponsors, the NRA. We couldn't make this podcast. We don't them. agree Thank with their policies so at all, uh, we but we cause. do love that we, they support. We hate your cause, but we podcasts. love your money. They Absolutely. are all Thank you so much for, the, NRA the, for the three that. Stooges. Huge supporters of the Stooges and their Stoogedom. It's true, you know, and that's why I always say you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Three Stooges podcast. So we have a fully functional studio. We have a, a place for the audience to sit. There's a stage, backstage area, dressing rooms, the whole whole nine yards. All of that is hermetically yes. sealed uh, by the by the doors that lead in and out, which you know we showed you earlier. Uh, and that the entire perimeter of that studio, because a lot of work has to go into the podcast. We have our factory floor, so anytime someone comes in or out, uh, generally uh, we we may or may not hear that, which is why it's so important that we find somebody to open and close the door in, in times when it's when it's when it's quiet and Wilson I have to say I I think this this could be a good thing uh, oh yeah maybe. I really do I mean we were oh. just talking about it you oh, seem to be you know yeah. it's almost like destiny has brought us together it was written in the stars yeah, exactly it was written in the stars are are you a, are you an astronomer yeah. astrologist either or Oh yes, I read I read my horoscope every oh, okay. single day. Well, did it did it say something good uh, about I, today? I, I hope. Uh, well, it, it said you know sometimes things happen that you're not expecting. Most of the time, it's bad. You should just get ready for that. I subscribe to pessimistic hmm. horoscopes. Well, that's a shame. My my counselor says it's a defense mechanism because. But then it's a unhealthy adaptive cope. It's a maladaptive coping mechanism. Oh well, I understand that. Well, you know what? I don't think that we should trust that horoscope. Yeah. I think it's it's. I oh. think that's too serious. You know. I think we should we should try oh. and take chances and you know okay. make the best of things. That's what the Stooges would have done, and that's what, what this show say? is really all about. So I say, Brayden, if you're okay with it. I say we let Wilson be the new door person for the Three Tooges podcast. Why not? What do you think, audience? <laughs> See, Wilson? They love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you love me. We do. We do, Wilson. <laughs> Wilson T. Babonos. Okay, well, I'll just go... Thank you. That's my name. Please, please, please don't wear it out. I promise. Everyone, we're going to practice. Wilson T. Babonos. Wilson T. Babonos. No! (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Wilson. I'll get it next time. You know what? While you get your post and we get you all set up, Brayden, before we go back and finish up talking about uh, Three Little Pigskins, I say... It's time we throw it to one of our amazing sponsors of our independent podcast. The NRA is one of them, but we have so many more that help contribute and make this podcast possible along with our ride or die contributors, all 15 of them. And it's now time that we hear from one of them. So whenever you're ready, Brayden, I think think it's time. All right, let's do it. Uh, Let's toss it to commercial. Do you value your community? Do you support local business? Do you want to shred? Hi, I'm Tommy Wan of Tommy Wampon in Watauga. When my son abdicated his role in the lineage of the Wampon crown, heading off to law school and eloping with his witch of a girlfriend, he left me with a bunch of garbage. At Tommy Wampon, we now specialize in reselling and pawning items that once held intense sentimental value and utility for your children that they either forgot at home or no longer cared enough about. Things like t-shirts for high school clubs, like this one, 
Roll that up in your pipe and smoke it. Honor Roll 2003. He never made Honor Roll. What is this? <laughs> Letterman jackets. He's a huge David Letterman fan. Trophies for sporting events, especially ones you almost didn't make it to due to magical happenstances, Rube Goldberging into a series of ever-escalating hijinks, resulting in your re-evaluation of the way you've managed time vis-a-vis -vis family and work. Posters of bands where the singers have dirty fingernails. You can shop my personally curated collection of boutique guitar effect pedals, which press them and different sounds come after. Began when my good-for-nothing son left our family to study the dark arts years ago. This one's one of my favorite brands. It's a Distortion pedal. It makes your fingers sound like they're mad at you. This one's guaranteed to make your baby purr. Is that baby purr? That's it? For a gentler tune. And then there's this super delay that I can't figure out how to work it. Hold on, listen for it. Give it a second, it'll, it'll come back. I never thought I'd get into this business, but before I knew it, my son's stuff was flying off the shelves, and I'd gone from doing it amateur style out of my garage to being a full-blown professional pornographer. Oh, there's that delay. Come on down to Tommy Wan Pond. Whether you want to shred music or memories, we've got your back. Welcome back to the Three Two Just Podcast. My name is Braden. I'm Landry once again. And please welcome our new doorman, Wilson T. Bones. Oh, it's okay, Wilson. We'll get it eventually. I know we will. Yeah. So we're talking about the three little pigskins, and what's happening at this point, the Stooges are hanging out with these three lovely young women, and They're, they've they, sprayed they, each they also, these... can we just say, I just want to interrupt. They, mm -hmm. while hanging out and spraying the, uh, bottles of mysterious liquor uh, uh -huh. upon one another. They are wearing very thin, silken, but but also, like, furred robes. Oh, yes, I forgot. We need to clarify this. So the reason that they're back is they're back at this place where the mobsters and their daughters. Mobster? Uh, well, let, we should say these women and their daddies are, just in case. These women and their daddies, they they were walking down the street and they got sprayed by a street cleaning truck. So they're all soaked. So the girls invite them to change and they give them their robes. And there's this funny bit. And the Stooges are serving full on Glenn Close on the closing night of Sunset Boulevard. Eat it, Dame Judy Dench realness. They are feeling their oats. They are walking around. They are sewing them wildly. The oats are everywhere. Um, do you remember this joke, Landry? Let's play post office. Oh, that's a kid's game. Not the way I play it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Blind man's box. Wait a minute. What's that blind man's buff? If it's what I think it is, we're going home. Not me. I'm staying. You're staying. I'm still staying. Yeah. You're staying now? Hold it now. I don't know now. I don't I love that whole clip. I think that's so funny. Do you know what the game Post Office is? No, I was curious. I never understood this joke when I was a kid. Post Office is a kissing game played by boys and girls at parties. It's been referred to in the United States popular culture since at least the 1880s. So this is an old game where boys and girls are divided into two groups. One group goes into another room called the Post Office. Each person from the other group individually visits the Post Office. Once there, they get a kiss from everyone in the room. They then return to the original room. Once everyone in the first group has taken a turn, the other group begins sending members to the first. So basically, everybody's kissing each other and Curly's saying, uh, I don't play the kids' version. That is a dirty, I don't dirty play the joke. kids' version. Curly. I know. And then the, I love the follow-up. Like, they think that one of them is going to be blindfolded and taken naked. Curly's into it. The other two are not. Ooh, Curly's into it. He could be a daddy. That's what he's hoping. I think that's what these girls want is they're they're looking to have another father figure in their lives. Of course. And I think the three stooges Absolutely. really embody everything that fathers When you think of fatherhood. You think of the three stooges. Absolutely. They are not, you know, it's but... look at those robes. They're not into toxic masculinity. They, no, they are, not. are positive. They huh. are determined. That's right. They treat women just as equally as they treat men. Just as terribly. Just as terribly. They do. They treat everyone horribly. You know what? I'll let I'll let that happen. 
Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll okay approve of it. It's okay with me. After that, what happens then? Oh, the mobsters come back. Oh, yeah, because they come back to the house, and they're playing games. The mobsters come home, and they see that these stooges are not only wearing their daughter's robes, but that the stooges are soaking wet, wearing blindfolds, and attempting to kiss said daughters. So, naturally, these gentlemen do what any father would do as they are trying to protect their daughter's honor, and they start immediately just chasing the stooges all over the place. There's this great bit where they, like, hop down a dumbwaiter. There's, like, we gotta bring back dumbwaiters. It is an architectural feature ripe with comedic potential. I want a dumbwaiter for real in my life, but I want... Well, I guess what I don't want is a dumbwaiter. What I want is like a trolley that like carries things from room to room. What, for what me, you want is the house. new variation of a dumbwaiter that can move in mm-hmm. any dimension. You want a smart waiter. Smart waiter! It's spelled with no E. Yeah, it's actually smart waiter. This is another idea that we're that we're launching with this podcast. Braden was trying to be all sly and like slide in a smart waiter, our business venture, without you trying to notice. Yeah. But I'm gonna be honest with yeah. you. This is yeah. this yeah. is officially branded content, branded advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Braden and I are working on this product. It's called Smart Waiter. We're really excited. It's a robot that will carry things for you in all dimensions. It's kind of like a lot of people would call it a drone. Some people would call it right. a Roomba they might. with a ceiling fan taped to it. Some people might call it innovative. And I think it's really up to you until you try it. Until you try our app, until you at me on Smart Waiter, then we can decide just how much you want to change the world. Challenge accepted, America. I just accepted it on your behalf. And you know what? Challenge accepted. I just accepted that challenge for you. Just accepted the world. (gasps) I just got chills. Did you get the ducky bumps? (laughs) Daffy. Daffy. Wilson. This is the. Wilson, could you come in here real quick? I know. Now, Wilson, I know it's your first day and all. Um, but just just so that you know, we're getting in the in the hang of things. Uh, Daffy just came in here and interrupted us while we were recording. Now, luckily, it was not a big deal. Um, but this is just the kind of uh, thing we want to be avoiding. So, in the future, please keep an eye on the door. There's a lot of construction noise out there. And also, in order to preserve the audience's experience as well as the fidelity of the recording, those are the kind of instances that we want to avoid. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, please don't hurt me. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hurt you. Oh, 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 this is the same thing. Do we have a reputation as like I, an abusive workplace? I don't. I don't know how this rumor is getting started because we have been nothing but kind. Like you guys, you guys love us, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Look, Landry and I do all that we can every time that we get together to film this podcast to make it the best that it can be, and that includes taking care of our crew members. Wilson, I just want you to know, you know, it's okay. You're, you're new with us. We, we expect you to make mistakes, and, and all that we can ask is that you try and learn from them, and you ask for help when you need it, right? <laughs> okay, that seems fair. All right. Get on out of here, Mr. Baboo Boons. <laughs> Braden, I don't think we got it's, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Do you know? Missed it again. Do we have it written down somewhere? I think he spelled it for us. Do we earlier. have paperwork? Can we maybe go back and listen later? Okay. Okay. We need to. Yeah. We yes, we are. We recorded this. Well, this yeah. We also, I just realized I was like, I don't want you to say like check his papers or anything. Like that's not what we're trying to do here. Oh God, no, no, no. Oh, we might God. be sponsored by the NRA, no. but we're not monsters. No, absolutely not. No. And just for the record, again, we we absolutely do not agree with the NRA and their policies, but we love that sweet, sweet gun money. So thank you for that. Um, and they they allow us complete creative freedom, which is wonderful. Yeah, they it's actually allow us why. to be completely anti-gun, even though we have an entire edition of our show on their network in gun Morse code. Yeah. So it's interesting yeah. so that we're I kind guess... of being subversive within the medium. I think that's why we're here. Aside from, you know, Landry's here to, you know, you know, become fame, famous, you know, fame and fortune. Yeah, of thing. course. Get back to the Stooges. 
Of course, the mobsters start chasing these these stooges around, and Lucille Ball, God bless her, she comes in in the clinch and explains everything. Just a minute! Now you listen to me! Those men are the three famous horsemen from Boulder Dam! Oh my <gasps> gosh, so that's exciting. Scandal! And... By the way, the fact that she, when she said Boulder Dam, when I was a kid, I thought that was like a little bit scandalous. Yeah. Because I thought that she was saying the bad word. And like she was like emphasizing these things, these are the players from Boulder Dam. Boulder Dam College. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the lines that stuck out and had that like nostalgic feeling with me. When it as soon as she said Absolutely. it, I was like, I remember this immediately. Mm. And when he mm. fell out of that d- dumbwaiter seat at the very end and hit his it's head. So hard. I was like, what stuntman <laughs> did that? Because I don't think they were doing I stuff know. on wires at that point in the 30s. They were still, it was all real stuntmen, I believe. The wide shots of them falling down the dumbwaiter, I did check, and they're definitely dummies. Okay. But the guy, the last mobster, when he falls, I seem to remember that being, that was actually him. And he actually fell on top of the stooges. Yes, it looked like it hurt. A lot. And then he stands up, they brush him off, he grabs them by the scruff of their, like, shirt, and then offers them huge wads of cash. Because he's like, you're the three horsemen. Yeah. And I'm like... Of the apocalypse? I I guess so. Or I just thought, are they horse people? It's like, they're very quick, like horses. Is it like, yeah, have you seen Sorry to Bother You? It's like that. Gotcha. So he just has huge wads of cash and is like, don't worry. We'll pay you under the table. We'll make sure no one even sees you play. Flash forward to what Braden was talking about earlier, the empty stadium. It's an empty stadium. The sign says, like, huge game of the century. Absolutely no admittance. Positively (laughs) no admittance. Positively no admittance. And then they show them on the field. The Stooges are wearing different stripe variations, different from the stripe variations that the rest of their team members are wearing. (laughs) Yes, different stripes. Very hard to tell who is playing for what team. Absolutely. And also, I remember this. This my nostalgic moment was I remember distinctly, like, having a discussion at the age of, like, eight about why their jersey numbers were funny. Yeah. Because the the Stooges have jersey numbers, but they're not jerseys. Curly's wearing a question mark. <laughs> Moe's jersey number is H2O2, which is the formula for hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. And Larry's is, what, half. It's the fraction, yeah. one half. Yeah. Which is just a stupid little gag, yeah. right? But I remember that was like a formative thing for me because I was like, oh, they're numbers, but they're funny numbers. <laughs> yes. And that's how I learned, like, you can literally make anything a joke by just t- taking the thing that's normal and making it weird. Yeah. And I, t- that was a revelation. Yeah. It was one of those yeah. things, one of those ingrained things you learn when you appreciate the Three Stooges as a young person that like being weird and a misfit and not always fitting in but trying to make it work is okay which is what the Stooges do like they're never quite doing it right and they're always in the wrong place at the the right place at the wrong time or something like that but they always Mm -hmm. give it their all and exhaust all possibilities (laughs) Before burning it all down. Stooges have grit. I will say that. Yes. stick I also read that this mm-hmm. football game was one of the few times that the Stooges ever called off being actually in the stunt and brought in stuntmen to replace them. It's the shot really? when they take the pictures with the photographers on the sidelines uh-huh. and they're passing the uh-huh. ball and the cameras, and the giant herd of football players who are actual football players come and, yes, come barreling towards them. They saw those guys. They had been previously hurt the past couple days in other bits. They One of them Mm. had, like, lost a tooth or something. And Mo was like, we're not doing this stunt. We're bringing in stunt doubles, apparently. But it was, like, one of the only times that they ever did that. 
And then wow, apparently somebody crazy. got clobbered immediately the first yeah. time they did it. Well, well, yes, because you can see in this shot, first off, the bit does not make 100% sense because the photographers are on the field. They're not on the sidelines. The photographers are in the middle of the field. The suit just stopped to pose for a photo in the middle of the game. They're posing. And then this literally, I mean, it's like 20 football players just come and just plow through them <laughs> and these photographers and it's the kind of thing you watch it and you go oh my gosh i can't believe they did that i'm glad they got stunt people I yeah guess. i do i hope those stunt people were okay because apparently they got hurt also yeah. and then of course you know my favorite thing about this you know what what happens is of course the mobsters figure out because the stooges are terrible at football they figure out that they're not the three famous horsemen of the apocalypse or whatever and in in true nra sponsored fashion. We're, this is why the NRA loves this yes. podcast, even though we're so subversive. We end with just a fantastic NRA-style sign-off. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this or not, Landry, but that clip, uh, if you listen to it and actually compare it to the Morse code edition of this podcast, it's very, very, very similar. That clip uh, is, is the thing that's the piece of audio that Wayne LaPierre heard when he decided uh, to to do the gun version of this podcast. I see. Did you know I that? didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a whole separate team that takes the work that we do and sort of mm-hmm. puts their own spin on it over in the gun right. studio on the range. Exactly. They're actually in a, exactly. on a different lot across the way, perhaps at across, some point. Just across the way. Well, you know, maybe at we some point we'll over walk there over there and, and, you know, one of these yeah. days in the future and give you a tour of their facilities over there. But... What they do and what they and how they put their own spin on our messaging, I as someone you know, even though we're completely against actually everything that they represent and all that they strive to absolutely. support, absolutely, I do admire the creative work that they put into their Morse code. It's true. We 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 have a lot of respect for them artistically. It's sort of like how I feel about Wagner. Yeah, you know? like not for me, but I get it. Yeah, you know, it's also kind of like Woody Allen. Like I'm angry yes. about everything you represent, but it's like I like. Mm-hmm. I have a like a, a strong feeling about some of your movies, like from when I was a child. So it just hurts, but I can't. I have the exact same association with the Cosby Voice. Oh, the Voice, especially. It's hard because I and I and that's the thing is I I do not know how to reconcile the fact that the Cosby Voice is so funny and he is such a horrible human. Absolutely, you know. But at some point, we just have to cut and run and say it's not worth it. Yeah, it's true. You know? It's true, and I it's hard. That's what she said. Landry! Get back to the Stooges. Good idea. You know what, Landry? I think at this point, it's probably a good idea. We should probably take another break. And then when we come back after hearing from our sponsors, we can do pitches. Sound good? Let's do it. I'll catch your pitch. That's, that's not. What's up, you guys? My name's Jeremy. Uh, that's my name. You can wear it out, because that means I'm getting work. Okay, you know, it would be chill as if you guys came down to my hut by the beach. It's like a real chill vibe down there. It's just like me and a bunch of bros, you know, just like hanging out, surfing the beach, you know, combing the beaches, combing our hair, singing Perry Como, you know. Guy with a comb over comes over, you know, and then we're like, That's fine, man, you know, and I got just the remedy. That's right, a delicious milkshake. I make my own milkshakes. They are 100% cannabis infused. And that's just one of the amazing products that you can get down at the beach. It's Jeremy's place. You just like ask anybody, we'll tell you where it's at. It's like cool. We've got all kinds of chill stuff like vintage sunglasses made out of old skateboards, uh, puka shell necklaces, because they never go out of style. Also, avocado holders, because you know, sometimes, you know, you got like so many avocados. You're like, Also, in the back of my hut on the beach, I do have a soundproof recording booth. So, if anybody wants to come and like record an ad, we also have an amazing assortment of unique found items. We do dogs in muscle t shirts. 
Polaroid cameras, 100% hemp sourced sweatbands, blankets, newspapers, coupon booklets, day planners, wedding bells, wedding bells, welding bells for when you need to let people know that you're done welding their artisanal coffee table that you made out of old junk that you found with a metal detector. Um. <coughs> It's fine. Ah, ah, I did actually throw up in my mouth a little bit just now. My name's Jeremy Trent. Come on down, whatever. Like, do your thing, like or not, like whatever. It's control man, so yeah, cool. See you later. And we're back. Welcome. Welcome back. And it is time. If you're new to the show, we do a segment every week. It's our favorite segment of the podcast because, you know, we're always trying to get better at making this. So every week, Landry and I do a little segment that we call Pitches. And here we are. Landry, what's your pitch this week? Well, my pitch is that since this is a football thematically linked and structured episode, we could draft the reboot of Three Little Pigskins. Oh, I like it. We can go through the cast, all the characters, and we can each draft who we would want in our cast and whoever you get if it's your turn we'll alternate who can go first oh but if they pick that person you can't get them for that role or any role for any and so what are the rules that we're casting for is it all is it just all three stooges it'll be we'll do all three stooges mo larry curly then we'll do lucille ball and friend one and two okay then we'll do the three old guy the the mobster and his two daddy friends (laughs) Including Mustache Boy. Okay, okay. And then we'll do, you can just, I have someone to represent, like, the football team. So you've already got your names. If you want, I can go through mine, then do what, yours. Well, I don't, I don't have a list prepared because I didn't know that this was going on. Yes, that's of a re- That's an unreasonable standard to hold me to. I just want to, it's important to me that I clarify that. It's pitches. I... <laughs> the point is to pitch it. Listen. I just, I just, I just, in the interest of full transparency here, we're all about full transparency here Braden, in the studio. Braden, remember our oh, arrangement. Landry, please, please. That's not very, okay. All right, who's your first pick? So for Mo, I have John Mulaney. Oh! Ha <laughs> So it's, it's a great idea. Oh. Great idea. For Larry, I have Eric Andre. Oh, from Man Seeking Woman. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's perfect. Um, and for Curly, because I was on the John Mulaney train, uh, Nick Kroll. Oh, that's good. I was going to suggest Melissa McCarthy. Very good choice. Be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the Lucio Ball and Friends, mm-hmm. I chose, and I tried to pick some, some more obscure mm. people. I thought about people who I didn't necessarily, a couple who I didn't know as well by name. Like, if I, if you had said their name, I wouldn't have recognized mm-hmm. them. I did look up who yeah. they were, but I thought they would be good fits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, first of all. I knew Brilliant. her. Yes. I think she would be great. She's hilarious. Uh, Jamila Jamil. I don't know her. From The Good Place. Oh! Oh, the one she plays Tahani. Oh, yeah, she'd be great. You're going to have to look up also, I think, Claudia O'Doherty. O'Doherty. She's Australian, I believe. I don't know her. Brisbane. She's on. She was. um, You'd recognize her voice. You might have heard her on. Comedy Bang Bang, or she's also on that Netflix show Love. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know her. She's very funny. Oh, that's awesome. I think they would be a really good set all together. They're all very good and would would bring something interesting to it. And then for my three mobsters and tough guys, I have, as the lead guy, Daddy, as the the head daddy, daddy, I have Ed Harris. Perfect. The man in black himself. For Mr. Mustachioed, who says they're all going to the party, yeah. <laughs> I chose Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah. I was going to choose BJ Novak. Also a good yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. Very, very mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then for the big other guy, I chose Jason Momoa. Oh, I love him. Yes, that's perfect. Yeah. I like, um, yes. Uh, for Velma. I and Velma ain't yeah. dumb. Uh, I was thinking of. Lo- uh, also from Comedy Bang Bang and other shows, uh, Lauren Lapkus. 
Very good yeah. choice. Yeah, I think she would have been. You know, she's 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 a naturally just like brilliant comedian who I love. Or Maria Bamford, who we know can do yes. any voice known to man, so she'd be perfect. Well, I think that's great. You want to hear my pitch? Fantastic. My pitch is all natural hemp rope, uh, but it's just branded with Stooges content, so we call it's called Shemp. And you can use it for hijinks and that sort of thing. So it's just another product we can add to the store. What do you think? Braden, I know that you're really focused on like promotion, promotional Oh, uh, well, I, we got to get the word out. Shemp rope. Like, mo money. Go, go ye there for and make stooges of all nations. And and I know you set up that deal with Johnny Pistolas about the viral content. I did. If you go in and mention us, he will acknowledge it. That's a great deal. Yes, I know. I, I went in. Jonathan told me he will acknowledge us, but only because he is contractually obligated to do so for the rest of this month. When this month is up, he reminded me that he is no longer under contract to honor that deal with us. So he needs you to stop telling people about that. All right, well. As I was saying, I know you're focused on promotional Mm -hmm. materials. And I know that you've been building out a lot. And a lot of the construction on the outside. That's right. Well, we've got a whole factory floor out there. You have a large vision. Yeah, I'm growing growing the hemp right now. It's legal to grow. I know, I know. And... We have lots of protection with the NRA. That's true. I don't think anyone is going to come and mess Mm-mm. with us. I think they would be, you no, know, fools That's why this is such a, why this is such a great idea. I, I'm just okay. saying, perhaps mm. we want to focus on ideas for the show, things we can do to fill out this third mm. act Interesting. in general, as opposed to promotional materials mm. that we have to then print, mm. run, ship mm. to the store. Put out online. It's just it's creating more. Uh, we have to scale that. It's well, we need we need a scalable mm. activity. Well, it's for the third okay. act of the show. Well, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting thought, and I'll uh, I'll I will definitely uh, consider it. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate I appreciate your feedback, and I want you to know that I hear you. So, um, all right, I'm out. What? You're out? Are we not on Shark Tank? I just Cubaned you. You did? You Cubaned me. You've been Cuban. <laughs> I've been Cuban. I've been Cuban. <laughs> Wilson! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, guys, get back here. Come on. Come on in, you guys. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Please wrangle everyone up there. I get the, the loose dog. There's a pack We're going to have to revisit our open door There's policy. There's a pack of friend. wild dogs outside. I'm so sorry. They're barking so loudly. We uh, Those dogs out there? Out to, we need to get... Is there anyone who could take care of that for us? Uh, I don't... I We've got to deal with this pack of wild dogs outside the studio because... It's it's really getting out of control. I mean, you hear them right now, don't you? I can. Yeah. I hear yeah. them. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. There's a few. Uh, there might be a cat out there, there too. There might be. I don't know. Well, they'll tire themselves out eventually. Uh, I guess, Landry, that's, uh, since, you know, we've both done our pitches and, you know, one of us had a great idea and the other, you know, had a thought. Why don't we uh, go ahead and just plug the social and, uh, and uh, let everybody know what they can look forward to next week? Great idea, Braden. You can go on the Thatchabook and join our 15 Facebook Rider Dies. Like our page. You can follow along with our show, get updates about when we're going to be uploading, as well as participate in some activities. Feel free to write to Absolutely. us. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at the handle at 3 and on Instagram at 3 mm-hmm. Uh We'll be uploading throughout the coming weeks and every week across those platforms. Uh, new episodes come and, out And uh, one thing I'll be doing oh. is uh, I'll, I'll be putting up Braden and I's recasts for Three Little Pigskins, and we'll put them up, and you can vote as to which reboot you'd like to see more. Oh. And uh, we'll see if we can, whichever one, we can uh, get some, some traction on. And maybe that spec script from a few episodes ago, we mm. can actually get to writing, and we'll contact them, see if we can get a, a reading or something of that.
Uh, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? Next week, what are we watching, Landry? Next week, we will be watching Horses Collars. Yes. Is the episode for next week. So I am very much looking forward to seeing what kind of exciting fashions the Stooges have planned for our equine listeners. Well, Landry, uh, is that is that it? It's time to go. I think that's it's time All right, to go. Well, let's uh, let's get out of here then. Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Oh. 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 Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Fight me! saying sorry and stuff in the that's will smith oh that's got will, it that's will smith from the men in black oh william oh, well william smith william it's, smith it's his I'm christian sorry. name let's use his christian name um and now on the clementine show i just want to say that i like three little pigskins actually because i like pigs i had a friend named mr pig and he was pretty cool i, I ate him until his his little white fluffy guts came out and i ripped him out through his eyeball hole but they took him away from me after then like they do all my friends that i ripped them to shreds but uh, i like three little pigskins because it reminded me of my friendship with mr pig and uh and running around and tackling people and having a good time and drinking water and i like treats and smelling friends and there's lots of good friends and i don't like the three stooges but uh okay uh, anyway uh, next time uh, uh we'll talk about something like the three stooges i think so i guess because uh, i'm very i'm very sleepy i'm clamming <laughs>